Welcome to the Leadership Practice Series, brought to you by Cambridge Leadership Associates. In this series, we'll embark on a journey through the essential practices of adaptive leadership, providing you with actionable insights and strategies to develop your leadership skill. We welcome you to join us as we explore the art of leadership, one practice at a time. I'm pleased to be with you wherever this audio recording finds you in your leadership journey. Over the course of these episodes, we hope to introduce you to some functional, highly pragmatic tools that will support you as you tackle complex leadership challenges. This content is an extension of the body of knowledge known as adaptive leadership, to which you may have already been exposed. In each recording, I'll, one, provide an introduction to the idea, what exactly is it that we're talking about, Two, discuss its relevance to you in your role as a practitioner of leadership in terms of the why. Why is this important to me? And then three, frame some pragmatic ways to think about and practice the idea. We'll conclude each recording with an invitation for you to explore and leverage the concept in your own professional life. The complexities of modern work and leadership. To begin, let's ground ourselves in the realities of life in the modern organizational system realities which you undoubtedly experience daily. As a high-performance individual, you are likely leading more complex initiatives across multidisciplinary functions in a time-compressed context where the speed of information and the breadth of data is unprecedented. In some cases, there is a stark asymmetry in the sheer abundance of data to which you have access, which actually makes your job more difficult. You are often asked to solve complex problems for which there is little known or obvious solution. Does this sound familiar? Such challenges may require technical expertise from you, but as anyone who has ever experienced the challenge of leading teams and organizations knows, technical expertise alone in these more complex problems is usually insufficient. Instead, something else is needed. You are called upon to facilitate the collective output of teams or teams of teams to change mindsets and behaviors of stakeholders who often have disparate notions on both the solution and the problem. These fraught, potentially exciting, and extremely difficult challenges we call adaptive problems because they require adaptation of human behavior to solve. These are the challenges for which the practice of leadership is so critically needed. Adaptive challenges include issues like global warming, convincing a nation to don masks during a pandemic, changing the culture of a sales team, or mobilizing an engineering team to engage in new ways to address a difficult challenge. And what is leadership? You may know it when you see it, but specifically, we think of leadership first and foremost as a practice, a set of behaviors that can be strengthened and honed. The bigger your toolbox of available leadership moves, so to speak, the more optionality you have in your leadership practice. These behaviors, distinct from our titles or the authority granted to us by an organization, are what matter most. Oftentimes, the practice of leadership, facilitating output from others to accomplish difficult work, is especially needed when we have little to no authority. It's worth including here an important disclaimer for the concepts we'll discuss in this series. No tip or tool is useful unless it's deployed. The practice of leadership must be, well, practiced, applied. It must also be stage-appropriate and context-relevant to have efficacy. For example, leading a late-stage, large-scale business unit will require different behaviors than leading a small engineering team designing an innovative product. What works in one context may not work in another. 
While the principles discussed here are universal, let's use our time together during subsequent live sessions to get specific on the nuances of your unique context so that we can add to your leadership toolbox and improve your efficacy as a practitioner of leadership. What is OII and why does it matter? With the stage set, let's think in greater detail about the way we live, move, and act within organizational systems, whether those systems are companies, families, sports teams, or churches. If we stop and think about how each of us makes decisions from the mundane, for example, what to wear when I step outside, to the complex, such as analyzing which marketing initiative has greater ROI, we're all doing something quite simple. First, we observe the world around us. That is, we take in sensory data of all types. In the case of what to wear, we might listen to the weather report. Second, we derive meaning from that data. If the weather forecast reports sunny skies and mild temperatures ahead, I interpret this as favorable to wearing casual clothing. And then third, and finally, we act upon the data. I choose a light jacket and jeans instead of a ski jacket, for example. In shorthand, we refer to this cycle as the OII cycle. OII stands for Observe, Interpret, Intervene. Observe, Interpret, Intervene is essentially a simple distillation of practices espoused by thinkers, philosophers, and sages throughout history that ground effective practices for leadership in modern life. By becoming increasingly cognizant of the elements of each of these practices, we can't help but deploy more intentionally against the challenges that face us. These practices support the understanding of human dynamics and help us hit the pause button in our usual hurried rush to action, judgment, or story creation, which is often more of the same, neither innovative nor expansive in vision. Quote, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them, end quote, Albert Einstein. So the practice of OII is a sort of life hack to slowing down the frenzied pace of change and chaos in a way that allows us to gather precious kernels of insight, where insight is fundamentally the fuel for both innovation and behavior change. It's the different level of thinking to which Einstein referred. The bottom line is that integrating OII as a part of our leadership repertoire not only makes us more effective leadership practitioners, but translates into everything we do in life in all the roles we assume, whether as child, parent, spouse, employee, friend, or community member. Approaches to Practicing Observe, Interpret, Intervene OII is a set of practices that can be deployed moment by moment. Each observation, interpretation, and action you take is an opportunity to become more conscious, aware, and intentional. When integrated and applied, consciously deploying these practices has created more measurable progress against complex adaptive problems for thousands of leaders with whom we've worked. If at first our suggestions for practice feel mechanical, we encourage you to engage and stick with it. As you practice these ideas, you'll become more fluent in their use and they can be applied against a gamut of challenges you face. An invitation to experiment. Prior to getting into the nitty gritty of each practice over the next three episodes, I'd like you to identify a difficult adaptive challenge you face. This challenge could be a personal or professional challenge, but either way, the adaptive challenge you identify is the necessary proving ground for these ideas, and it offers a structure against which you can immediately test and deploy the concepts. 
Without an identified challenge, you'll lack context for application, and you'll drift through the next three episodes. It would be like entering the artist's studio with brushes and oil paints in hand, only to find there is no canvas. Remember, the output of leadership is fundamentally behavioral, so we ultimately want to engage in practice. I'll take a brief moment to help you understand the kind of challenge I'd like you to have at the forefront of your mind during this series. From the standpoint of leadership, we are less interested in the technical problems that face us, even though they are often incredibly important. Technical problems, such as the repair of a leaky faucet valve, the computational engineering calculations for building load, or the sequencing of genetic material for an important cure, are all incredibly important. But most of these technical problems already have roadmaps for solutions. These problems require the authority of a technical expert, which many of us are compellingly good at. If we don't know the answers ourselves, we can often find someone that does. Instead, for the sake of applying OII, I'd like you to identify a problem that is adaptive in nature, and which may include technical challenges, but which, at its heart, will require behavior change from one or multiple stakeholders to create progress. By definition, an adaptive challenge is a challenge that requires a change in people's priorities, beliefs, habits, or loyalties. In this way, repairing a leaky heart valve is a technical problem, but helping that individual change an unhealthy lifestyle by teaching them to eat healthier, cook healthier, shop for groceries differently, and exercise regularly is adaptive in nature. An entirely new definition of healthy will mean significantly different behaviors. In order to make progress against an adaptive challenge, therefore, stakeholders will need to move past authoritative expertise. They'll need to shed entrenched behaviors, tolerate losses, and generate new capacity. Let's work together to help you identify an adaptive challenge you face with three central questions. Key questions. One, does the adaptive challenge you're thinking of have no clear or obvious solution? Two, does the problem you've identified have multiple stakeholders, each with a unique perspective on the issue or outcome? Three, does the challenge include competing loyalties, or will its resolution require new ways of acting or behaving on behalf of some constituents, possibly even yourself? At this point, I'd urge you to pause this recording. Think of a specific challenge you're facing and replay these three questions. If you answered yes to two or more, congratulations. Chances are you've got a sticky wicket of an adaptive challenge in front of you that will serve as your playground for practice. Once you feel comfortable that you've identified an adaptive challenge that will serve as a testing ground for the practices in the next three recordings, I'd encourage you to give it a name. The family feud was the moniker I gave to a particularly compelling adaptive challenge in my own life that involved multiple startup businesses within a portfolio of companies when I was a CEO of one of them. This moniker was a shorthand way to begin to address the problem in my own mind and to think about the problem more objectively. It also allowed me to quickly set context with a particularly helpful and confidential thought partner at the time whose insight was invaluable. Having identified and named an adaptive challenge you face, you're prepared to think through it from a new angle, talk about it, and approach it as the context for observation, interpretation, and intervention. I'm pleased you've made it this far. We've covered a lot of ground in the context setting of leadership as a practice and the benefits of deploying OII as an integrated approach to making progress against a specific adaptive challenge, which you should have now identified. 
My hope is that you put on your growth mindset hat and reflect upon this adaptive challenge in future sessions as a forum for testing and experimenting with some of these ideas. From all of us at CLA, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Leadership Practice Series. We hope you've gained some valuable insights and strategies to further develop your leadership skills. To learn more, you can find us on the web at cambridge-leadership.com.